The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest. Catherine Kaminsky is with us, Chief Research Strategist and Portfolio Manager at Alpha Simplex Group. Catherine, do you like the go-slow approach that we saw in the second half of the trading day today or the -the off-to-the-races approach that we saw right after the CPI? Oh, wow. Yeah, today was definitely shocking. I mean, just how big the numbers were and how much they just receded was kind of a sign that there's not as much air in the tires as people thought um, in the sense that people have already been pricing in this move before today. So I think that was shown by how quickly we saw that enthusiasm retreat. Um, Also, Catherine, Catherine, given that uh, a lot of commentators out there are suggesting that just by itself, we'd have inflation slowing down uh, uh, in the early part of next year because of base effects and more. uh, Do you think that this uh, print that we did have is setting up the uh, Federal Reserve for a policy mistake? I think it's going to take a longer time to tell. I mean, I think the mistake would be to jump and change your policy overnight in such a way that they would sort of rapidly change. And I just don't think they're going to do that. But on the other hand, the policy mistake is going to be much more hard to see until we have much more clarity. And it's going to be like this mistake of saying transitory. We will know it when it's too late to do something about it. Well, there's addressing inflation, and then there's also uh, addressing uh, the easing of financial conditions uh, that the Fed has seen. They, they seem not so comfortable with that. So I guess the question, as soon as tomorrow, do you think the Fed will push back on that easing of, of financial conditions that went along with the risk rally? Yes. I mean, I think the challenge is for them that they just really, you know, I feel like tomorrow everyone already feels that this is baked in. I think the challenge for them is much more that they actually need to decide what the plan is. I mean, if you look where we are, we're much better off than where we were a couple of months ago, but we're still really far from where we need to be so that we have inflation low enough that it's not a problem. Um, And so I think that's where it's still really unclear to a lot of us. Is the Federal Reserve's monetary policy tightening actually see any results on the ground in your view, Catherine? I would say yes, but it's not clear because, you know, inflation might just abate somewhat on its own. At least tighter monetary conditions has calmed things down a little bit. The question is more, how far does it have to go for it to calm enough to actually get inflation down to real targets that they had prior to this um, this environment? And I think that's where people don't really know. So what's the next phase? Can we run on hot inflation or at least higher than average inflation for a longer period of time if we stop uh, hiking rates? Um, I don't know. And what are the ramifications of that? That's where I'm more confused about where things will go. 
It seems that caution is a smart approach, uh, if you listen to what a lot of people say on this program, from the standpoint that the Fed has made it very clear it wants to err on the side of tackling inflation first. And maybe second is trying to achieve some sort of soft landing and and protecting um, the economy from falling into recession. Uh, Is that a good guide then? Just stay cautious. Um, As long as you get these inflation numbers moving down, you can kind of incrementally move in. Yes. And I think from our side as a cross asset trader, what we have seen is that short bond signals are still persistent, despite the fact that we've seen a little bit more bullish moves uh, in equities in terms of technical signals. So I'd say that it's better to uh, to err on the side of caution that they won't move quickly and that the market wants things faster than they're willing to do it. Okay, Katie, uh, you know, what about uh, looking at the markets themselves and uh, where does one now put the money? I mean, what have you been doing? How's your investment strategy evolving? I was interested to see that, uh, and you just alluded to it, that uh, short bonds is one of your contrarian views. Yes. I mean, this year has been phenomenal for cross-asset traders and anyone who's really ridden this inflation wave. We have to say, though, that there has been a dissipation of those signals, particularly recently, and risk consolidation in the sense that the current trend positioning is very mixed. Um, Equity signals have moved a little more positive. The long bond view is definitely not there yet, which suggests that the market is still holding on or there's still a chance for um, higher rates before or higher rates than we would like um, or that we think is fun um, in that sense. And what I would say also is that it's really an inflection point. So we're going to have to see what the next big trend is. We we definitely see consolidation to the point that it's very unclear and anything could be the next big trend going into 2023. Hmm. Yeah, one big trend might be the reopening of the Chinese economy. So if we could pivot, talk a little bit about Asia. Uh, there, there are some conflicting views out there about how easy it's going to be. We're already seeing some of the trials and tribulations of all these cases mounting and the hospitals getting overwhelmed. Um, how do you feel about um, the input from China in 2023? So we're still seeing sort of more less uh, less bullish signals in Asia due to some of the complexities of how this can be resolved. Um, I think that there's been some positive signs, but we definitely aren't out of the woods in terms of seeing that the Chinese economy is coming back online. Definitely moving that direction, and we've seen some indication. But I think this also will take longer. Uh, and that's why you're seeing a lot of people cautious to put money back to work there. Um, just because it's really not that clear how that's going to resolve and how that changes. Um, so is it it's about, not going to happen uh, overnight. <laughs> no, it certainly won't. Uh, Katie, I want to get your sense also about, you know, in a, in, a, in a portfolio, you know, we've got a mixed view with the uh, commodities out there at the moment and, uh, and looking at equities. Is it about yield in your view as well when you look at equities in, in large parts? So I'm really here uh, alluding to value. So for equities, I mean, look at what moved today. I mean, I think the biggest mover right now is definitely duration exposure um, and that narrative of rising rates and the impact of inflation. You're also seeing things with energy exposure being relatively, um, you're seeing that dispersion. Um, And so as we resolve this inflation narrative and we figure out what is the right interest rate level 
um, that's going to have a bigger effect and think in the cross section across equities. And that's what we've seen this year. Um, in general, it's been positive for value, but that's tilting a little bit back more recently. Uh, so I think it's exciting from a cross sectional uh, dispersion perspective that you're actually seeing interesting relative uh, moves across the space this year that is interesting for the any tactical trader. What's the one big thing you think could go wrong into the early part of next year? I think the thing that could really go wrong is underestimating the persistence of the Fed and the need to fight inflation and thinking that this is over before it's actually over. Um, I think people are underestimating their need to fight inflation and their mandate, like you already said, to take inflation first, which means that people will be too quick to buy bonds and consider them as a safe haven asset again, yeah. just like they always have. Okay. All right, we'll have to close it there, Catherine. Thanks so much for joining us. Catherine Kaminsky, Chief Research Strategist and PM over at Alpha Simplex Group. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.